get ready for the greatest radio experience you've ever had. I'm talking about Nerd Alert with your host, Marty McGeek. Wait, we're not on the radio? Podcast? What's a podcast? Two of three of Marvel's greatest heroes on Nerd Alert with your host Marty McGeek and special guest star Johnny the Critical Critic. Be prepared. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say real fast. I, I, I've been trying to mention this, but do you remember? Uh, that one what if uh, the X-Men lost Inferno and uh, what you call it, Sim uses the soul sword to reflect back all this magic power that was thrown against him and Thor catches it in his hammer. Oh, really? No, no, no. I don't think I've ever... Maybe I just refresh my memory. So what happens? Yeah, yeah. You remember reading that. You're like, oh. Because what happens is you have this... Because uh, the demon's basically taken over the, the, the whole world. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, what you call uh, the X-Men lost and so the demons took over the world but there's this uh, underground with all these superheroes and you have a whole bunch of the different uh, wizards and uh, you know Doctor Strange and all these other people who are the magic arts and stuff and the demons break down the wall and the magic users all of a sudden they throw like their most powerful spells all towards these demons and stuff and Sim is the main demon he he has uh oh yes yes now i remember he reflects her stuff back at them and it's too late for everybody else but before it could kill uh dr strange and everybody Thor catches his hammer he says i say thee nay yeah (laughs) yeah that was a great storyline i really and he holds it yeah he holds it long as long as he can it explodes his hammer explodes yeah um what was the what was the name of that demon again? Sim? Yeah, Sim. Oh, yeah. That was a good storyline. Yeah. What, what happens good. at the end? How do they get him? I can't quite remember. What happens is basically uh, Dr. Strange's idea. Of course, Dr. Strange. Because uh, oh, yeah. Spider-Man gets killed in there when the, the demons attack uh, Wolverine's uh, demonized and he kills Spider-Man. Because he can't. He can't. Uh, there's too much going on. He's, he's having his uh, spider sense is going crazy. There's things everywhere. There's not. He doesn't know. There's nowhere to turn, you know. Yeah. And so he, he, to run to, he gets stabbed in the back. You see the, the the claws come out of his heart. He's dead. Yeah. Um, but what happens is Doctor Strange gets with uh, Rachel Summers, which is uh, Phoenix uh, from the future. Oh yeah, that's right. That's uh, what's what's called uh, Jean it's, Grey and Scott and Summers. Scott kid. Summers kid, right? Yeah, besides, you know, Cable, they also had Rachel. And uh, Rachel actually takes the Phoenix Force from uh, Madeline Pryor, who's the Goblin Queen. Yes, they, that's she right. Had killed, she had killed uh, Jean Grey, and she took over Jean Grey's life. That's why they lost. And anyway, she, she takes the Phoenix Force and uses the Phoenix Force to just totally destroy all the demons across the world. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, doesn't it they have to, it, like, resets life? Yeah, and Doctor Strange is like technology. delivering. Yeah, he's delivering a baby like in a cave or something, and yeah, because he's a doctor, and it, you know, yep. basically life started all over again. You know, like the old caveman days. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. 
it was, it was that, coming back to me as you were telling me. But yeah, that was a great what if. The Hulk, the Hulk was demonized too. He killed uh, She Hulk. He broke her neck. Yeah, yeah, his own cousin. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I think Wolverine killed Cap too. Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah. so that's that's how. And for the listeners, now, this is what what if comics are supposed to be like. What if? So they're the move. The ones they've been showing on uh, Disney. I mean, not even close. Yeah, those those are very un, un, unoriginal. You can have like one or two that deal with the MCU, but step out of that comfort zone, man. There's so so much good stories out there. Literally, all you have to do is take the comic and put it on the screen. That's exactly right. You already have everything set there. Go ahead and do it if you want to change it a little bit you know just have something fresh fine but to come out with stuff that you know you had for example going to the what if zombies which we've read the comics which were excellent i don't know maybe they don't want to go that graphic and you have you know if you take out the i guess credits and stuff you have maybe 25 minutes to sh- tell a story it's going to be hard to get into that 25 minutes with the zombies i understand that then make a two or three parter that's fine but the way they did it was just real cookie cutter just blah i mean it was not even good so i just disappointed with that i don't have a problem with uh, jeffrey right i think he's he does a good job as they want to and all that but i just don't think overall for them to have all the voice acting and have the actual actors you know for the roles, i was actually you know, excited about that when i saw that it was coming i thought man this is gonna be great nah yeah nah. <laughs> terrible it, it, and that's, there's no excuse for that, dude. There's no way that it, it, it's very hard to ruin that. It's, it was such a good idea, and there's so many stories out there. Like I said, there's actually uh, three. Uh, I don't. Want, I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, they 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 have a certain number of issues for what ifs, and they have like uh, like three generations of it or four generations. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they have like like you know fifty comics or whatever, and you know, and they had they do have two parters in that. And you remember, remember uh, Justice League was really good cartoon about that where they did two parters. Oh or yeah. The animated series like you know Batman Superman they do a three parter. You know. Yeah, that's when it was real good because you yeah unheard of because you had you set up a real good story. I mean, part of to me, if you want to make a real good story, you don't have enough time with 20 minutes. You got to at least have an hour. So you put the three 20 minutes together and you have your sandwich. You have the top layer, of the, uh, the bottom layer of the story, your middle meat, and then the top layer to close it out. I think yeah. that's that's how a story should go. In 20, 22 minutes that you have an animated uh, show, you really don't have enough time. You can have well, some good episodes, but not an epic story, no. But, but on, on that same thing, you know the best version of the 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 best version of the the Phoenix Saga is actually from the X Men cartoon from the '90s, and that was a five part uh, series. Nice, mm-hmm. good. And so that's what I'm saying. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah, you take the time to do a three or even like you say a five. Forget it. That's going to be real good. It's like uh, you know we love Star Trek. When Star Trek would have a, uh, like a couple episodes, like Next Generation had that, you know, they'll do a finale and they'll continue at the next one. It'll be a part, a two-parter. But uh, one that I'm thinking about that did uh, multiple parts was uh, Enterprise, you know, with Dr. Phlox and all that. You'd, oh, yeah. have a, you'd have like a three to five part, you know, seat like arc of things. And they're like, man, this is, you know, this is real good. The stories continue. They tried to follow the story and all that, but... You know what was bad about that was in, uh, Star Trek uh, Next Generation. Great series, everything. It's not an issue, but you know they didn't really. Uh, if something happened, you really didn't hear about it anymore. It's just kind of how it was. 
Um, well, you, you'd have a two-parter, and then they might mention it depending on how big of a, a story breaker it was. You know, yeah. like with Judas Borg, that was a big storyline thing. That's why you kept hearing about it during the series. You hear about it every now and then, or you hear yeah. about. It. And then, of course, in the movie, the first contact. Uh, yeah, I was about to say in the first contact, we hear about time travel, where they have oh, to yeah. break it down for us. Oh, yeah, 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 for the dummies, dummies. you have to. <laughs> 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 he says, he goes time travel. What? Okay. Yeah, that's what I've always said uh, for the listeners out there. We, you and I, uh, have talked about many times, um, Johnny, <laughs> that the reason that they do stuff like that is because I mean, it's not that we're all dumb, but it's because we're dumb. They want to make sure that we understand the people in the audience what they're yeah. talking about. <laughs> so, because what does he say in that? He says something anomaly. What does he say? And he says they're opening a, a temporal rift or something like that, and he goes yeah. time travel. And then all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> Number one, Will Riker gets up and goes, time travel. So that's where, because everybody that's in the theater. They're like, they're like, a riff. What's that about? What? Yeah, yeah. I'd say 80%. We're, we're all Trek, you know, Trekkies and stuff. So, but let's say, let's bring it down to 70%. We know what's going on. So that means three out of the 10 people don't know what in the heck is going on, what this temporal thing means. So when he says time travel, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Well, see, but he didn't have to say that because once they went, once they followed him through that, that rift and they got on the other side, you see it's it's a different time period, you know? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you would think so, but, you know, there's people that do this. How many times have you heard this? Somebody clearly is remembering the past and they have to show that little like they do on Wayne's World because if they don't do that I've seen movies where they just show them the person's there and the people say I thought he was dead um, clearly this is a flashback but you know <laughs> they didn't dumb this one down for you sorry well, about that well that's, you know? that's people a lot of times I think that they aren't also aren't pay attention you know because yeah. some people get bored real easy and they have a a, a, a short a, attention span. attention span of a, of a cat or something I mean they're like what yeah. is going on here okay so what's your number four we are we've been dilly dallying I need to hear what you, what you got going on there what's your number four <laughs> sorry brother? about that no it's uh, all good my my number four is the thing, not the thing. Uh, Kurt oh. Russell. I'm talking about the thing, like it's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. The thing that he's kind of like the Hulk, but he's made of stones, right? He's got yeah, these yeah, rocks. yeah. That, that's the whole thing, you know. I mean, he comes out. And he's basically he's just the muscle man, but he's basically invulnerable because he's made of rocks. Yeah. It's ever loving thing, thing, thing. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's ever loving Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the original cartoons I remember growing up watching. I remember watching uh, the, those old 60s reruns uh, of the cartoons. Those, Like you said, like the Everloving Hulk. You know, they, they had like the uh, Fantastic Four. And theirs was a little bit different. I forgot how their song went. But they had Fantastic Four. And then later on, you had the Fantastic Four that didn't have Johnny Storm, but had that little robot, Herbie. Like, what? what is going on here? Why does it have a stupid robot? <laughs> <laughs> That's right up there with the Wonder Twin powers, and then they had that stupid dog, and then uh, oh the yeah, one. the dog was on the one with the, that was the Wonder Twins the 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 dog was with, the, with uh, is with the kid like a shaggy type the, the kid, two right? kids there's two yeah. kids yeah. like the the Marie Osmond looking girl and then the shaggy <laughs> looking boy, and then you have the dog right and the then shaggy you have the the uh, the 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 twins and they had that that space monkey gleep. Yeah, like, that's what it was. Monkey, what what's going on? 
Every time I, I see Shaggy, just so you know, anytime I see Shaggy's character in Scooby Doo, or that Shaggy knockoff in that thing, and that what you're talking about, and the superheroes, super friends, then there's another guy like him in another series. I think it's with that shark, with that. Oh stupid, yeah, Jabberjaws. Yeah, yeah. They there's had a, Jabberjaws and uh, what, Speedy and the Chopper Bunch. They had they they had a, another one in there. They they mimic that same formula over and over and over again. Hanna Barbera. It's they that did that with Shaggy Josie and the Pussycats. Right? Yeah, yeah. They did Josie and the Pussycats. They had the same guy, but he was a little bit different. He had like black hair with a white stripe or something like that. Or yeah, yeah. It's that same guy. So anyway, that same template for that guy. Every time I see that Shaggy character, I, it's you. Every time. <laughs> it's this tall, lanky guy, kind of hunched over because he's so tall. That's you. And he's like, hey, guys, you know, he's like, you know, has a good attitude. And, you know, he's just what? like real chill. They're like in every episode, he's, he's always the guy that's, hey, that's, you know, take it easy or whatever, you know. Well, let's talk about this, though. You know, you, you have Scooby-Doo. You even have the robot one. The, the I forgot what the robot dog was. He had the, the superhero guy. Oh, yeah. Dino Mutt or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, and then you have like Josie the Pussycats and stuff, right? But what, who thinks of, who thinks of, let's, okay, let's have Scooby-Doo, but let's replace Scooby-Doo with a great white shark that plays drums and talks like Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> what is going on here? Who Jabber, thinks of Jabber Jaws? Yeah. Oh, nice guy. <laughs> what, what's going on? Somebody did too much LSD or something, I think. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's so great. Well, what about, what about Snagglepuss? <laughs> so what's that? So we suck his ass. Exit stage left. I mean, that, that's, that's what's different, you know I mean? You know, that's kind of like, Andrew, you know, him that's and some... Doggy Doggy and Doggy Daddy and, you know, uh, <laughs> you, know you know way too many of these characters. I, I, a great babe, Magilla Gorilla. Oh yeah, Magilla Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. These Man. are all classic weird. These are weird uh, cartoons, though. I mean, they really are strange. But you know, the the the, the thing to me, uh, like you said, he was like a Hulk-like character, and I liked the Fantastic Four uh, since the first time I saw him. Uh, they weren't always my favorite team. You know, I didn't go out and run and get a lot of comics of them. I did with X Men. You know. But I thought I really did like the thing. I <laughs> did like him going toe to toe with these different uh, powerful beings and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I would like his attitude about things, you know? Yeah, he's a great character. I mean, uh, the ultimate name, Ben Grimm. And he was ben kind of a, yeah, kind of a sourpuss sometimes, you know. I, I liked how, you know, they did that Fantastic Four movie, um, the first one. It wasn't oh, yeah, too yeah, bad. Yeah. I thought it was You're talking decent. about the, the, the one with the, for some reason, uh, Dr. Doom goes with him in outer space. That was kind of dumb part, but the rest, besides that, you're right. The rest of it was a great movie. And then the Silver Surfer one was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. I don't even, you know, they just messed up on that. But you had the gorgeous Jessica Alba as uh, Sue Storm. She did a great job. Uh, the it's guy is Johnny. Johnny is Captain America. The other guy, Ian something or another, the actor, he does a, a great Reed Richards. Yeah, he did. And then uh, Michael Chiklis has uh, Ben Grimm, perfect ben Grimm. casting. Yeah. yeah, so he did great as well. Yeah, and you know, even the guy that played Doctor Doom, I thought was great. Is the whole thing is that's not how Doctor Doom becomes Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah, Why exactly. You have to make up this stupid infernal stuff. Why? It's infuriating. To me, I think that's probably they didn't want to get into a backstory with him. They didn't have enough time. 
So they say, okay, we don't have time to set up how he is, who he is, what's going on. So let's just put that he went to space with them and now he's get, becoming magnets or, 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 or metal or... No, no I agree. I agree with you. It's, it's even easier stupid. that it's not that it's magnets and stuff. It's not that he has special powers. It's he envies Reed Richards like they show in the movie and he's stolen some of his technology, stolen some of uh, Tony Stark's technology. Uh-huh. Yeah. And dude, why not? Just well, just have him be the guy in the suit. Yeah, and if you want to do him, if you want to have more story with him, then send him up at the end that he's been watching and he's jealous and he's making the suit off the maybe the cosmic energy that he stole from the satellite or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You, but you could do that. But you could do that with it. And he's powering the suit at the end. He puts his mask on and it lights up the eyes. And all right, that's for part two, which would have been perfectly fine. Now you can establish a story. Have a little bit of origins with them because you've already done the origins for them. And instead, in the first movie, when they come back inadvertently, they bring something back with them, you know, some kind of a creature or something, and then they got to fight it. And it makes sense. Kind of like a Ghostbusters Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, something like that. That's fine. Yeah. No, you run, you're trying to do too much too fast, explain a character real too quick by just throwing him in. Basically, you have a, a recipe. The Fantastic Four is a a delicious cookie recipe. You have a the perfect thing. You're gonna put this certain amount of raisins, nuts, and everything. And then you're trying to put in another element, which is Doctor Doom, and you're gonna throw in some peppermint. That's what he is. Well, it 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 might taste good like a peppermint with chocolate or something like an ice cream, but it doesn't really go with these cookies. So when you get them, it doesn't quite taste right. It doesn't melt. It's got raisin. It doesn't go together. And that's yeah. exactly what they did with him. They they threw him in there, tr- trying to throw him into the mix. And as you know, if you throw in in white clothes, you throw in that red sock, it's all pink. It's ruined. And so that's what happened there. Yeah, like I said, uh, me, I could literally sit down and watch the original movie. Okay, I had no problem with it, you know, as far as I mean, yes, that frustrates me, but it doesn't frustrate me enough where I don't want to watch it like X-Men 3. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I can still watch it. it you know, you, heck, even part two in comparison to X Men three. Let me go ahead and put that out there. Yeah. That I would it's rather not as bad as that. Yeah, watch part two. I would stand, stay, give it a standing ovation compared to that uh, X Men three and Dark Phoenix. Both of them were awful movies. <laughs> you know, there's two. Let me give you two reasons I'd watch uh, Fantastic Four one and two. Jessica Alba. Anyway, so um, <laughs> <laughs> very beautiful. Well, isn't she also in uh, what's called? What is that other movie? Uh, Sin City or yeah, Sin City. Yeah, she's in that too. Oh man, she's just man. beautiful, beautiful. That was a great movie as well. Oh yeah, yeah, with uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the part two is awful, but part yeah, one was really Bruce Willis with his little. His little face he does all the time when he's looking tough and he kind of purses his lips together, always looking tough for the camera, squints his eyes, kind of like uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, he's always like got them squinty eyes. Well, poor, so, poor uh, Bruce Willis, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. So that was your number four, and I've already given my number four. So why don't you start on number three? Go ahead. All right. Well, my number three is Wolverine. Excellent. And we did a lot of talking about Wolverine. Yeah, get you know? a little bit more on him though. What what uh, you said you read a comic that one of the big comics was in. What to to you like really kind of stands out? Why is he really always in the mix? Out. Right off the bat, this guy right here, he just jumps into the mix. He doesn't try to uh, think about it or uh, consider his options. He just say, you know what, standing back, everybody, I'm gonna take care of this. Yeah, exactly right. He doesn't think about his part. own. 
yeah, he doesn't think about his own life in danger. Like, if there's a sentinel and it's attacking people, it's getting close to Jubilee or something like that. I don't care if that ray is going to take me out. I'm going to jump right in the middle and try to take the head out. Right? Yeah, that's that's his stance on that. You know, he, yeah, yeah, he has this you know re, uh, healing factor, and it, but he could still die. Yeah, and it and still hurts insane. like a mother when he gets hit like that, like flesh seared off his body and all that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like it doesn't but, hurt him. But I mean, you know, the the he he's one of my favorite characters. I don't know. I, I guess I I just have a uh, a lot a lot of my favorite characters are the the kind of weaker ones. The 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 ones like Batman, you know, where where it's like a regular person. That is, he's more uh, personable. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. He, he's uh he's kind of had a tragic life. I mean, you look at his origins and things like that. He he's had a He's had a rough go of it. I mean, he, he he could be easily be a villain from the stuff he's gone through, but he chooses to do the right thing. It's pretty cool. He's a good character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and he always, uh, like I said, he always tries to, uh, to like you said, protect those. You know, it's like what he goes, try standing up to me. You know, you you're trying to, you know, pick on the little guy. Try picking on me. He's one yeah. of those guys. He's one of those yeah. guys that's gonna try to take on the bully. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, I he's, mean, a, he's huh? a great character. No, I was gonna say he's a great character, and a great pick. I don't think you'd go wrong with him. Yeah, like I said, we 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 already talked talked a, lot, a whole lot about him, and the more I learn about him, the the more I like. You know, I think they made some uh, bad ideas uh, over the years, like uh, pulling his metal off his bones. You know, uh-huh, but yeah. I think the bone claw thing was not a bad idea because it showed that he was more like a cat. Where cats yeah. have their claws in, and then they pop them out and claw you. Yeah, remember he gets surprised in uh, in the Days of Future Past or whatever was it, or the one from the the, the movie version. Yeah, yeah, Days of Future Past. He does have the bone claws. He has the bone claws. He pops his claws and he looks down because you know his memory's messed up since he, you know, they kind of showed how he got shot in the head or whatever, and so he doesn't remember. But um, they showed they he pops the claws and he looks down like what the. <laughs> yeah. These are made out of bones, but he still stabs those guys and whatever you know. They, they can still kill you, so yeah, pretty cool. I mean, like I said, that that's why uh, it's very very important to look at the Wolverine origin. So you get to see not only him but Sabretooth. Yeah, and, you can see all the stuff about him, Weapon X. You know, was in Canada, them growing up together and stuff. Alpha Flight and all that. Like you said, it's just uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, and his name is his name is actually uh, James. Remember, yeah. it was James How Howlett. James uh-huh. Howlett. Uh huh. But I mean, you know, I mean, the, the whole Logan name that was uh, that was his real dad's name. Yeah, his last name was Logan. It and that's what he's known by when he when he says his name. He says I'm Logan. Or Patch. Remember, he's Patch. Yeah. <laughs> With the, that's what him and Hulk were hanging out together. You remember when he had those wrenches? He didn't want to kill people, so he was hitting people with the wrenches and stuff. It was weird. It was oh, cool. when he's with Cap. Yeah, in World War Two or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, that times. was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Well, mine up. Well, since we already talked about him, my number three. You brought him up earlier, the Punisher. You know, I probably, oh, you yeah. probably think he should be higher on my list. Uh, he almost was, but well, uh, no, look, he's a lot higher than he was on my list. But this is the top five. Yeah, yeah, it starts to get real tight at the end at the beginning I mean the top of this list because it's like man you have so many good characters and the reasons why you love them why they're near and dear to your heart or maybe you just see them as man they're just 
every time that something's going wrong, these guys are always in it. But I think Punisher, you alluded to it before, he's a normal guy like a Batman or something that, you know, he, he can fight, he can uh, kick some butt, he's yeah. got weapons, but he has no powers. Other than, but, but, but he's a he's a good guy. But he goes after he's he's not gonna take no crap. He's not gonna wait for the bureaucrats to act. Yeah. He's not gonna wait to see if you get okay if I take you to the uh, Arkham Asylum. I'm gonna yeah. take you out. You're, you're gonna go to the dead asylum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they don't have any powers. Maybe just maybe a higher. Uh, you know, he he has his senses are owned honed because of you know his own training and things like that. But he doesn't have any powers really. And like you say, no. he's gonna take matters into his own hand. You're still a snatch your purse off an old lady and he happens to be there he'll just shoot you he doesn't he doesn't see it as okay well this guy doesn't deserve to die no they're all scum so he'll just shoot you so uh, yeah Bernie uh, Frank Castle to me has been I remember the what if comics where he does his family doesn't get killed in the park but he becomes a cop and he sees some corruption and they kill his family throw like a grenade in his house and he it was lives. like it was like a politician. It was like uh, yeah. like hard to kill. Yeah. Steven somebody looking at me. Looking <laughs> Some, somebody listen. <laughs> I thought you yeah. said the stock was clean. Yeah, listen to me. Listen to me. Doc was somebody clean. looking at me. What they're looking at him? Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember he, he's in the dark <laughs> when he's starting to say that. He steps into the light so you can see him better. <laughs> he steps into the light. I believe that's um, God. What's the name of that guy? He plays Death on on um, Bill and Ted's. Uh, oh. <laughs> Bogus Journey or whatever. Oh, I can't hey, remember the guy's that's got to be the best Steven Seagal movie for sure. Yeah, that's got to be the best. <laughs> yeah. That was which one? That was uh, Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill. You ever notice his movies? I, I think you and I talked about it before. There are always three words. Yeah, uh, Hard to Kill, Mark for Death, Above out, the Law, Out for Justice, or something. Out for Justice. <laughs> Except it's, for Under Siege. Under Siege uh, one and oh, two were under two Siege. Words. Well, the two words even. I, again, dumbing it down for the audiences because we can't keep. But up. you're right, dude. Because when you have like a really long title, people get confused and they don't want to see it. That's like, true. You know, like uh, well, one of those uh, Professor Hornswoggle or whatever. <laughs> big, real <laughs> long name. People don't yeah. go see that. They don't know. <laughs> hey, what do yeah. you want to go see? Uh, I, I want to see Professor Hornswoggle. No, Doc- I don't want Doctor Magorium and his something Wonder Emporium or something. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. nobody's watching that. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just right. called, just call it Doctor M. People would have went to go see it. Yeah, that's you're exactly why they right. didn't see it. Yeah, it's like that one they released with. Uh, oh, what is the name of that? I think you told me it wasn't too bad. I didn't watch it. John something. Where he's uh, this guy that is out on another world. And he's like, this- oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's John Carter. And yes, John that was Carter. a great movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. But yes, the dude, the the title didn't say anything. It sounded like a football movie. Yes, and yeah, that's a, a a name can kill you. A name can kill you. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect but, example, dude. Yeah, man. That, that's a. Uh, you got to have a good title, guys. If you're going to have a movie, anybody, anybody out there making a movie, keep it simple. Like yeah. that old saying, keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Just remember. <laughs> <laughs> and explain explain time travel to us, please, because we don't yeah. get it. <laughs> I always dumb it down for people. Dumb it down for us, please. If something's going on and it's complex, uh, have somebody else step in. Like You, you know, can actually you know hire you know Jonathan Frakes. 
just hire Jonathan Frakes, put him in your movie for one scene, and he'll explain what it is in, in a few words, and then he'll leave. You never see him again. What I was going to say is what's crazy about that is on the show, they don't explain things to you. They just like take, talk some technical jargon, and you're supposed to accept it as science. You, you know? talking about uh, Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, they see something like that on the show, they don't explain it unless he says, uh, Mr. Data, explain. Then, then he tells him why. You know, it, it, he didn't just, you know, automatically somebody just stand up and say time travel. You know? Yeah, why? And it's always a deflector dish. How many things they use that deflector dish for? I mean, right? you ever think they're ever going to say, um, when he's an episode, holiday Christmas episode, they say, Mr. Data, what's the status of the cheese dip? Uh, sir, we have nothing to serve it in. Perhaps um, we could use a deflector dish. Very good. Make it so. So they're going to put this <laughs> cheese in this no. deflector dish. And they're all just dipping. So, <laughs> I don't know. How about he says, Mr. Data, what is the status of the curds of such and such? And then, and then uh, Riker comes out, cheese dip. He has to tell us <laughs> what it is because we had no idea that it was cheese dip. <laughs> so, I don't know. But it's always, but the thing is to me is, uh, if you talk about Star Trek real quick, I, I watched the uh, Deep Space Nine, and man, that's fantastic. It's got the, talk about continuous story. They continue a whole story. It's not like you forget yeah. about this character. That, no, no, no. Every yeah, episode sometimes it's alluded to. Revenge, the, you know, see the ramifications of what happened. Oh, yeah. You wronged this person. The best in, story. Yeah, you wronged this person in season one. You thought that was over that? Because if you're watching Next Generation, that's, uh, that's old news. They'd never mention that guy again. No, we're in season three or four. And oh yeah, remember me from season one? The guy who you didn't want to share cheese dip with in your deflector dish? Well, I'm back with a vengeance. <laughs> cheese dip. And, yeah, yeah. Voyager also did that. Voyager had some uh, good episodes where like they had the episode where they went onto that planet and there was like this uh this sentient like Oh, uh, you're talking about that, that, that metal metallic like yeah, liquid metal. Yeah. T-1000 and they, they allowed them to duplicate themselves mm -hmm. so they could live. They gave them bodies, basically. All they needed was be able to sample your DNA and they could create themselves. Yeah, and they, thought, your form. and they thought they were Voyager. We watched the episode and we're like, something's happening with Voyager and it's really them. Yeah, they mimic like the, the whole... Deteriorating and they're trying oh, to hurry That was get such back. a good one. Such a good episode. That's kind of like a uh, Outer Limits, uh, Twilight Zone type of episode because it was so good. You but it was a follow-up to the other one. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. it's, it's good writing. Uh, one of the other ones, I, I and I know you don't want to hear about this. I and I, I fought this for a long time, but uh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, like from this whole first couple of seasons, this guy came back and and he revitalized Doctor Who. And dude, you want good writing? You want good? Like this is mentioned here, and then later on it comes back. Like, oh crap! I totally forgot about that. Yeah. you know. And then yeah. come over here, and and you still hear about it. You know, Doctor Who, <sighs> Doctor Who. I need to watch yeah, Doctor Who. You've been telling me about it, but uh... just just the uh, Eccleston to uh, Smith. You can leave right. off the other ones. You already lost me there. Can you William record for me and tell me what do you mean by that? Oh, the. From 2005, you have uh, Christopher Eccleston, <laughs> okay. uh, who's the doctor, the ninth doctor, and then the tenth doctor is David Tennant, who's the best, and then Matt oh, Smith's after the eleventh. 
Oh, I loved him in uh, Jessica Jones as the villain. Yes. Oh my God, Jessica he was, Jones. He was. He was horrible. He was so a good. Monster man. A he monster. played that character perfectly. But you can't stop watching it, right? You're like, man, he's horrible. But let me watch the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, okay, with Doctor Who, he had watched Doctor Who growing up. You know, he's uh, from uh, Scotland or something. I know he's Scottish. Yeah, That's I've heard him talk. He has an accent like that. Yeah, Scottish. Uh, but the thing is, he suppresses it in the show, of course. He makes himself sound more uh, British, which, I mean, that's oh. no big deal. Because House, if you ever heard the guy who plays House, he's actually British, too. And he's like Adele oh. when he yeah. talks. If he's not yeah. trying to stop it, he's like, what? oh, whoa, whoa. It's like, oh, like, what? what is going on? You don't sound like yeah. House. And in House, he's like, oh, we got to take care of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's specifically, just like, uh, what's his face? He played Rick on... Uh, Walking Dead. Oh, I didn't. You know what? You're the one that told me about that, and I didn't know. I thought he was like a country boy or something. No. Yeah, yeah. The country is the UK, Vato. The country is England because he ain't from here. Like what? I didn't know he sounded like the other guy is Morgan. Morgan. Morgan's like, oh yes, I'm really enjoying the show, and this and I'm like, what? Then when you watch it, oh, we got to take care of business, and we got to. I'm like, huh? They suppress what that, that, the that voice. Yeah, it, it's like Ozzy singing. You can hear him. You can understand him. Oh, <laughs> remember that episode, real quick. I was. Uh, I, I think I told you about a Saturday Night Live that they they wanted uh, to order some food and they couldn't understand Ozzy, so they yeah. had to they had to have him sing the order. And so they're like, they're like, oh, Ozzy, would you you got something to eat? Would you like? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can you please? Uh, could you sing your order? In it? They put the mic there. He's got the headphones in, and he's like, "Some chicken fajitas with some rice would be nice." Yeah, exactly. It was, but that's exactly true. It's just. Uh... <laughs> I would say the same thing about Adele. Cause you ever heard Adele sing? I was like, okay, yeah, she, she's very soulful. But then yeah. when you hear her talk, it's like, whoa, 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 what the? What Way the out there. Going on? Yeah, beautiful woman. My goodness. 